Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense. But we are a sub-science here to make things make sense. Today, we are talking all about plants and houseplants, whether or not they filter your air and take out the toxins and pollutants, and the psychological and health impacts of just having plants in your house and what that does to you. So, let's chat plants. Oh my god. Uh, How you doing? Oh my gosh. It's like... I feel like I'm in a pandemic. I just look like... Uh, I feel like I'm oh. in a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> no, while in a pandemic, I feel like I'm constantly staring in the mirror with a fake clown smile being like, everything's gay. <laughs> um, I have a request okay. for you. Oh. <laughs> Unrelated to that. I'm going to me now. I need you to take a photo, a cute photo of me this weekend because I... I haven't posted on my Instagram like a year and a half, but it started messaging me as though it's going to like take away my verification. Like they know how to get you. Mark Zuckerberg's like, TikTok's coming and we need to keep this guy well, on Instagram. Literally, it started giving me notifications like we're taking away analytics from this account if you don't post before August 10th. Because I still open my Instagram. Wait, Facebook is robbing Instagram. the service. It's but I'm saying Facebook because it's the company. Yeah, because they know I haven't used it. And they're like, okay, we have one last ditch attempt to get them to start using this Oh, app my again. gosh. And I'm like, it worked. Like, I don't want to lose all my, like, things. I don't know. It's like, I was, I was fine having an account and just, like, I I use Instagram to look at things and, and to post on ASAP Science. But That's I don't. literally so scary. It's like I the social know. dilemma is going viral. We're all like, they have these weird tactics to make us addicted, like cigarette <laughs> companies. Know. And now I'm like, Mitch, I'm not taking that photo. I'm not letting you go back in. Like, it doesn't cost them anything. They're just doing it to mess with my mind. And I'm like, it worked. Wait, but man, I haven't posted in actually literally a year and a half. But okay, so A, I'm not taking this photo. B, <laughs> we, ah. because like, yeah, I'm so proud of you that you haven't been on Instagram and you yeah. know it's made your life I mean, better. I so still... why give in? Here I am talking as I do. I'm like, I need another SPF Friday or whatever. <laughs> no, I still use it because I, I sometimes post on ASAP Science. And it's not like I, sorry, my nose is so itchy. Um, it's not that I don't use it at all. It's just that I. Okay, I'll yeah, take no. the photo for you if you want, but I think it's like you shouldn't cave. Okay, but everyone on the <laughs> podcast has to know they have to go and be really nice. Because I'm like, well, anyone even, I don't know. Yeah, oh my God. Wait, so we are doing this? Okay, oh my God, Mitch, I'm ready. I'm ready. I mean, it's going to be the best freaking photo ever. going to be like, there's going to be like, you fall leaves. Adele's hello is playing. The leaves are falling on oh, you. Oh yeah, perfect timing. Yeah, I'll do it. A pumpkin on your face or something. Yeah, <sighs> it's good. October. That's what's going on in my life, <laughs> Just thinking about social media. Well, it's better than mine. So Mine's sad. staring in a mirror upset. Okay. <laughs> so let's talk about things that are going to make us better. And we are going to go into our study time. Study time. Study time. Study time. Study time. We get like <laughs> announcer voices when we know we have to do Wait, what? Like it's like we're like when we know we have to like keep the podcast moving. It's oh, like yeah. that. Uh, and here we go. <laughs> yeah. The come on down from Price is Right. Um, um, so we are talking all about plants today. 
Which I think has been a huge coping mechanism for me for quarantine. I think I that's think- part of the reason why we're doing this is like I've been reading and you have as well so much about the science of plants and learning about plants because it's fully helpful as uh, the world seems very uncertain. I think I've gotten more into it. Mm-hmm. Have you? I, I had read that like houseplants and gardening <laughs> and things like that are on at an all time high now wow. because a lot of people are getting into plant culture, if that's what you would call it. Yeah. As we're all locked indoors <laughs> and we're all just like, we need friends. <laughs> something like, like photosynthesize, photosynthesize. Is that life? There's something about life, right? I mean, it is beautiful. I've always been, I've never been against plants, but I've oh never. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm actually an anti-plant. Imagine started, Did you say anti-plant, girl? Hello. <laughs> That's a different podcast. Um, no, I'm not anti-plant. I just I always thought I was afraid that I would just kill plants and not be good enough at keeping up with them mm-hmm. and that they would die. But I feel like you have slowly introduced more and more plants in our home. I love it. And I have like the one plant that I like. I mean, you actually take care of the fig. But I recently was like, ooh, I'm going to like water it once a week and feel like I'm involved. And I'm like, but Greg will do all the other ones. Um, But yeah, it is beautiful. It is nice. And I like it. Yeah, I, wait. I'm like, is that? I'm like, no. You definitely look after the plants. But now I'm thinking about. it I'm like, wait. Do you want I don't <laughs> because I'm also afraid to overwater. So like, then, what do you like about? It? You just like that they're around. Oh, I love looking. Oh, at that's them. part of my study. That's part of my study. But okay, the the plant thing's interesting. I think it comes a lot with like adulthood. Um, but adulthood. All, like I think that is that what you say it. Adulthood. Adult, oh my god. Yeah, I say adulthood. Is that, is that British? Uh, adulthood. What do you say? Adulthood. Yeah, that's like weird. Adulthood. Uh, adult, adulthood. Okay, no, I don't know. Oh my god, I think I'm actually I, saying it like a pretentious, like <laughs> like actually from my adulthood. No, but uh, okay. I do think that I can't tell. It's like confirmation bias, but it feels like the people in my life got more and more into plants as mm-hmm. we became adults or adults. <laughs> <laughs> Where and so. I think that might just be part of it. But another thing is that I had a job in high school and university where I worked in a nursery and sold plants. Oh, so, so you're so educated about it. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying I sometimes can't tell if that experience is what made it's, me like uh, more yeah. confident or obsessed. But then I'm also like, there's something that feels like as you get older, like a lot of our peers, everyone starts this hobby more. And maybe it's like a nurturing thing as gay guys. We're like, are we going to have kids? These are our kids. <laughs> or whatever. Huh. Well, that's um, interesting. So that I feel like you, you, you said your study is going to kind of relate to that but i think i'm going to do my study first but i was just going to say with my dad for example oh, he, loves, he gardening. loves gardening but they don't have very many indoor plants which is like huh. so clearly there's a separation but he definitely grew into that so it wasn't so he does have as more far as i know now. my parents weren't really that into gardening except for maybe in like the last five to eight years or something which is obviously a long time but for their life like so I've know what it is it's something about confidence i think that's what it, i was trying to say is it's like you were saying that you maybe yeah, like the have, fear. like you're you're scared of killing them and i think the only reason i became a person who was able to confidently buy a bunch of plants was because i like worked and mm-hmm. taught people you know what i mean how to buy plants based on sun i'm like without that experience i probably also would have been scared i mean like i'm gonna yeah, kill yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't say scared but you know but whatever you were describing uh, like that you said trepidatious you know knowing that there's like all these different ones in the house that have different watering schedules and that I'm just like, I would have to set up a calendar for that. And that's so much work because I will forget. I have no brain capacity to remember which plant has been watered on which day. So that's why I'm happy that you do it. Okay. I have a lot. Okay. So I have a series of five tips for mine and I have a really cool study. So you go first. And then we're also going to talk about some tips about keeping houseplants alive. And maybe through this, you're going to learn and I'm going to make you take over the trying I want to do anymore. I would love to. We just have okay. to establish a pattern. Okay. So my okay. study is related to whether or not houseplants 
clean the air or remove toxins controversial I yes think. well yeah. uh, i mean it's it's a very common idea people talk about it there's plants that kind of get promoted as you know great for your air purifying and filtering and it, it makes intuitive sense when you're like oh yeah, yeah. The, the plants literally kind of use the air around us they take our carbon dioxide they give us oxygen so obviously there's that you know, fluctuation of whatever is going into the plants. So hopefully they're taking the bad stuff away from us. Um, but yeah, it is quite controversial, but I looked into it and I found some interesting studies. So NASA actually did a lot of research on this in the 1980s because they were worried about something called volatile organic compounds. Oh yeah, VOCs, which, those are bad. Yeah, VOCs for short. And they are, you know, anything that smells is like giving off VOCs. So like nail polish or paint, but lots of objects give them off and they are, they can be harmful. They can be toxic and they can do from the minimal of just like irritating, whatever your skin, your throat, your eyes to the more extreme chronic exposure can cause like different kinds of cancer in the nose and throat and stuff. So knowing that astronauts or professionals were going into these sealed spacecrafts, NASA had a vested interest in making sure, like, is there a way that we can minimize this? So yeah. they started testing plants to see, will the plants help the astronauts air? That's so, I would be like, yeah, like, that's such an interesting, like, hypothesis as a scientist. I'd be like, I think it's going to. Like, yeah. I'm like, okay, and, oh, my God, that's what so do you cool. Think? Oh, my God. I'm like, okay. I know this is a controversial subject because I've, like, <laughs> read about it before. And I remember thinking that I've just, like, heard, I've read studies that have said different things. Nothing to do with NASA and space. I know. I it's interesting to me because you're like, that's such a legit I source. I think <laughs> it's, like, I think it's, I think it is. I think it does. I think it okay. Does. So, NASA did find that the plants were effective at <gasps> filtering out volatile organic compounds. But, and oh. here's the second half. Oh, science always swoops in with the butt. <laughs> so that was true in a filtered, or sorry, in a, um, what? like, a, oh gosh, now I've lost the word. Like these, uh, uh, a spacecraft is a sealed environment. There we go. That's what I was trying to say. Okay, so okay. it worked really well in there. And they kind of had this thing where they're like, yes, plants should be on spacecraft to like help deal with that problem. But when you come back down to earth and you're in a home, which is not a sealed environment, huh. what scientists and researchers have found, it doesn't change oh. the effectiveness of plants, but they've realized if you had a 10 foot by 10 foot room, you would have to have around 1000 plants in order to have the same <laughs> oh, effectiveness. Okay. So it's very negligible. Yeah, the difference, it, the 1000 plants would match the general circulation of a room. That's true. You are so sealed in when you're on like, yeah. So that's why they're yeah. like, these have nowhere yeah. to go. So the, the concentration of them can build up a bigger, impact. but in your home, they, they had done studies yeah, on like wow. offices and every hour, the amount that gets filtered out is roughly the same to that mm. 1000 plants. So mm. they are filtering the air, but it's like not real. That's so <laughs> awesome. That's so hashtag pop science. You know what I mean? Like everything's always like, it's so interesting. Cause it's like, it is filtering your air, but it's a negligible concentration. Just like how your house isn't a sealed off space, but like, yeah. in air, in, in, like it makes so much and, sense. And also there were some caveats there as well it's like once you start putting <laughs> that many plants in that small of a space it also changes a lot about the space so you're you yeah. have like a way more humid room because you're watering yeah. all these plants <laughs> which could impact like your in other, yeah in you'd your be house, living in, yeah. a, in a rainforest imagine you came home one day and i was like mitch i really want to make it work we're just like covered in plants you like can't move it's just like soil <laughs> everywhere i'm like oh put on, <laughs> you need to actually put on your shoes to come My into boots. this room 
Yeah, yeah, we're walking on the dirt today. Well, I was thinking like it would be so cool to have at least a part of your house that just had like hundreds of plants. And there are some people on Instagram and even YouTubers that I follow that are sort of plant enthusiasts mm-hmm. and they educate you. And the one guy I follow in particular, he has They're like, always dirty. He's like I'm three, kidding. Oh. I'm kidding. Okay, well you don't know him talking about like if he's listening, hopefully he's not. No, no, ashamed. we love you. I just like, I just like, um, I believe he has like three hundred or four hundred plants in his home in his okay. apartment. That no, it is so cool. And I'm just like I'm <laughs> I feel so bad that they're always dirty, but sometimes I do look at the at the at the like plant YouTuber people, and I'm like, that's like seriously a lot of plants. I'm like, they can like barely walk, <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know, everything in moderation. Yeah, true, but I think it's really cool. I love, and I do think that aesthetically, I, it's very trendy now. Plants have become aesthetically trendy to have in a home, whereas I think in the past, they yeah, that's were not. True. Like our parents did not grow and up in a generation. It's a sign of, that. of like I have my shit together. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, oh, come over. Like, oh, yeah. Like, I actually can take care of plants. Like, we're good. We're good in this household. It actually, if you can take care of 300 plants, yeah, I have I mean. a like, lot a of ma- respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're probably so chill. They definitely aren't posting on Instagram. They're no. definitely not. But they are. Oh, they are? They, these people have Instagrams for their plants. Okay, that's too much. <laughs> I think a true plant person does not have Instagram. They are no, in the woods they and they're just share. petting their plants. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm stereotyping. And I did not Never really sure realize like... this till I got into plant YouTube, which I've sort of mentioned to you, but I watch a lot of plant videos. Okay, so though... it's like you're like, I don't touch them no. in the but I will watch a lot of I videos. I feel like that it. happens a lot in my life where I have a very theoretical understanding of lots <laughs> yeah. of things but never step into the you practical. probably know way more than i do but i'm the one doing it and i'm like i don't know well that's why sometimes i'm that's like so i think funny. the fig isn't healthy and you're like mitch it's fine i take care of it and i'm like i know i don't but like they said online <laughs> yeah this fig man you you're like you, you got a crush on the well, fig. It's, it's our largest plant it's beautiful and it used to be up in this room that we're recording now okay so is it your favorite that's a fun game which is your favorite house plant of ours absolutely that fig Oh my god, it's so not the fig for me. The fig is so big and like showy. I'm like, okay, girl, you need to relax. <laughs> like, I de- that's, so, that's so funny. Okay, do you want to know what my favorite is? <gasps> I have not thought about this. I'm actually gonna start crying. I'm like, I can't choose one. <laughs> what? Okay, okay, okay. I mean, I love that little. Oh, I have one a favorite. I, d- I definitely have a favorite. Okay, say. Okay, it's the one up there in the in the millennial pink pot. Like, of course. Okay. Like, so what's that? What's it called? Okay. Um, <laughs> Oh, I called you. Out, that's so funny. I don't know. What, I do not know what it's called. Because okay, I only know the like snake plant, and right. then I just know how that like they grow. Okay, know what? I'm gonna go into my five tips about planting right now because it's gonna it's relevant gonna make sense to that to this plant. Okay, okay, so I don't exactly know what plant this is, but the reason I can maybe so this keep is based it alive. On, this is like your study time. No, this is not even my study time. Oh, okay. My study time oh. is about how these plants are five tips. actually like help you. These are just five tips. For okay. People, okay. Okay. So I have no idea what that plant literally is. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if it has light or dark. <laughs> we, okay. <laughs> we were also given that plant a long time ago and it sprouted and now it's in two different pots. And so I, there, there's a little more of an excuse. No, no, work. there's no, there's, you are allowed to own plants and not know what they're called. And I'm going to explain now how you can keep them alive and you'll never even have to know. Okay. okay. Like, I don't know what that plant's called or if it needs light or not, but in <laughs> it, a house it plant. It needs light. <laughs> no, I'm okay. In a house plant, this is one thing I'll say, and this is a tip, never worry about too much light. Everyone always, like when I was selling these shrubs, I was like every single plant, like it was like, it just, it flowers. Like if you can give it as much light and like give it enough water, it will be fine. Most of the time, rarely was there a thin enough leaf and it like bad. So in your house, it's very rare that ever something's going to like get too much sun. Really? Yes. Yes. And it's like, it's, and so 
that's I guess my like first tip. They are plants. Exactly. And they're usually like like But some plants are ground cover and stuff where they would naturally be under trees and shade, right? Like some plant like but you I, see grass that dries the out. The amount of sun that comes into a household is so much less than where they're meant to be grown that never is it really something you should be worrying about. Like when you're worried about things dying, it's rarely because it's getting too much light. Like that's something okay. that it always needs. So that plant, for example, yes. being up there right next to that sunlight like right there that like uh, yeah. right there that means that's why it's growing so well and then my second tip you touch the soil always it yeah. seems obvious if it's ever dry you water it right okay. right now like if you look at we have one right beside us it's really wet i i would like technically i water them every week so i'd come and be like i want to water you and I, then I would stare at the soil the soil add water and if it ever doesn't drink down then you like just walk away mm-hmm. and you don't and you don't keep going if it if it ever like starts to pool a bit you just stop and you walk away and you go okay oh my god you're good and then just have to stare at the soil as you plant i I believe you i'm gonna just bring up one thing and i actually think what you're saying is completely true from my experience obviously neither of us are like super super experts yeah Um, true (laughs) i think that you're right in that the sun is probably not the limiting factor if it's in the sun more often, it probably dries out more frequently. Yeah, so you yeah, just need yeah. to water it more. And if you go and every time However, you're touching it, you need water, you're like, okay, sweet. I can water. The fig is an example because I have looked up a lot about fiddle leaf figs. So <laughs> one of <laughs> the problems with a plant like that, and it's our, our fig is really big. So like the base is also quite big. And I have read that you should only water it around once a week because you want it to fully dry out before you water it again. Otherwise you run the risk of root rot. So if the yeah. water is down there mm, too much, okay. it can start to That's mold. Yeah. So overwatering can be a problem as well. And yeah. if you don't give it enough time to dry out, then you risk the, the leaves getting like sickly and the roots cool. rotting. So, you know, but then what I'm saying is like you go up to the plant, you yeah, always yeah. put it in lots of sun and you go up to the plant and you start by touching the soil. If it's ever dry, it's like sweet. I got to, pull, I got to water. You know what I mean? If you touch the soil and it's really damp, then you're kind of like, okay, maybe I'm not going to. We got her some alone. rot. Like there might be some rot, right? And then you wait and then you come the next time and it's dry and you're like, sweet, it's I'm dry. just waiting for all the plant people to be like, you idiots. <laughs> oh, that's so giving true. advice. But no, I but mean. But you know, I don't know. This is the thing. I don't think it's as hard as these plant people are saying. I'm not, I'm <laughs> oh. not kidding. And I'm not trying to be shady. Like I'm just like, I think. <laughs> I'm not driving. I'm like, I just think that's like, we shouldn't intimidate people. It's fine. It's just a plant. It needs sun. Well, nowadays, anyway, yeah. there's those apps that can help you yeah. too. Like, if you are neurotic like I am and would yeah. want to make sure you're not over or undering, you can usually take yeah. pictures and it tells you, like, roughly. And I've schedule. never, I don't know. I'm just like, I've, I have a lot of plant houseplants. I've never been like too much sun. I'm always like, it needs more sun. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? <laughs> and we have lots of windows. And I just, that is yeah. true. Okay. So, this is an interesting thing to go off of what we were saying and thinking of those people being like, I have so many plants. Like, uh-huh. And the reason I made a joke that they shouldn't be on Instagram or whatever is because planting actually is so good for you from a physiological perspective as a de-stressor. So I'm like picturing those people maybe also as like the most chill YouTuber I ever. See. Yes. Like, and I was just like thinking of chill vibes, like on a beach, like hallucinogens, like no Instagram, like we're free. <laughs> kind of like you, no Instagram. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Don't come back. You're never going to plant a plant. <laughs> okay. So this was a study where they, um, did took- you say you had five tips? 
Oh, yeah. Well, I kind of... Okay. You put stones in the bottom of your every okay. pot. Sorry. Yes. Do you want me to actually give them all? Yeah, I, I can. Oh, okay. Sorry. So one thing that people... Uh, okay, well, five yeah. tips. one tip. And it wasn't even made oh real. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Drag me like... I'm like, oh, my God. I'm just going to move on to my study about like, people. And it's I'm, like clickbait over here. You really hooked me with the five. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. Oh, my God. Okay. So always put it in as much sun as possible near a window. Never worry about that. Okay. Check the soil to make sure that like hopefully, as you said, it's dry because we don't want rot. It's like, okay, you're repeating the, the same. Wait, okay, those I'm are joking. the two. I'm being shady. I'm being oh shady. my God, man. Stop. I'm sorry. I'm being. Okay, wipe the leaves. It's oh. so fun. You get to. That's what made me love the fig because there's such big leaves that I feel like I love doing that because I feel you can really see the dust come off. Yeah, okay, so. Totally. We obviously, <laughs> Mitch is into big showy things, <laughs> but you can wipe any leaf, no matter the size. But like, okay, so <laughs> the pho the photosynthesis oh of God. the well, no, plant. it's like that pathos girl. It's got like seven hundred leaves. Like, okay, that's so much. So work. this is okay. This is this is part of. Okay, I'm gonna get into the enjoyment of this, and this might help you because I know you are into meditation and like trying to work on not being anxious in this world. Okay. It can be very nice to I pet the plant. So <laughs> I take a cloth, and even if it's small, if there's 17, I'm like, sweet. That means I get 17 <laughs> little like pats, and you right, have a moment, and you think like, I'm keeping you alive. I love you. You can name them. It's like you like, need me. <laughs> yeah, Alma. I've we have we have names for our plants, and uh, yeah, it's it can be a really nice thing to wipe them individually, <laughs> and sometimes 17 leaves is like a bonus. <laughs> okay. okay, but truly that one that helps. At maybe has 100, but you're right. Maybe yeah. you're like, okay, no, I'm going even, through yeah. my repetitive yeah, motion. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And the, the photos, it's actually because photosynthesis involves, obviously the leaves are the main place where they catch yeah. the sunlight. If they get dust on them, they become inefficient. And that's okay. also sometimes why they die. Okay. Okay. The other thing is you need really good drainage at the bottom. Like we said, because you don't want to overwater and have rot. Mm. And a lot of people, some of them have holes in the bottom of your pot. So they drain into another little dish. Mm -hmm. But that's sometimes if you're buying a plant, you're like stress. A lot of the time, these new modern plants, they don't come with holes in the bottom because it's like it's just like another thing. Mm. It makes it cost more. It's harder to get it home from the store even. And what you need to do is you need to take pebbles or rocks. Like if you have stuff in your garage for your outside and you fill it like an inch, like pretty deep, that helps you prevent from overwatering. Right. Because then, then any excess water just sits underneath the soil and roots. Exactly. And it's like a form of as if you were to like have carved out a bottom and put a dish. It's okay. just like, it's like, that's something I think people might forget. And it also, I do that with all our plants and I think it helps because mm -hmm. then it has like, I have a harder time. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Those, uh, are, those are all of them. Made me think of something about that I lost my dream. What were we talking about? Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> well, I'm like, no, yeah, you can't, oh, catch it, girl, catch it, girl, catch, st uh, stare at the plant, pet this leaf, you'll get it back, gosh. you'll get it back. What were Shh. Like, yeah. Shh. Turn off the I default mode network. Get those neurons flowing. Something about plants or something. Oh <laughs> my god! In our episode, I was playing. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Do they up? Okay, I'll keep going into my study. Or no, yeah. no, no, no. Do you have it? Do you have it? Fish for it. Well, we're, you're a podcaster uh, it's, too okay. much it's too much pressure and I'm nervous so I need you to do your study and I'm going to space out and think about it you're going to like yell you're going to be like oh my god you know that I was like really up too much pressure and I I'm nervous I might interrupt you to say it it probably wasn't interesting anyway like it probably was stupid okay well just because you made that Miley Cyrus part in the USA reference when you get it you have to sing it to me in that tune okay, okay. <laughs> okay. so this was a study of only 24 young men, <laughs> which they said was the ages of 25 plus or minus two years. I'm like, damn it. We're oh, older than young men. I thought you really thought you were going to say 25 to 33. And I was I like, like yeah, <laughs> no young adult males. Sorry. Okay. So they, um, it was repotting a house plant versus doing a computer task. Okay. So what they did is they set them up in a greenhouse and they covered the greenhouse in like a black tarp. So it didn't really give a vibe of like, you know, plants. The atmosphere was controlled for both situations. Mm -hmm. And that it was a three-day study. One day they repotted a plant. The other day they did a word processing task on a computer to mimic things. And they measured their heart rate variability and their blood pressure. Oh, what is, oh, so there's like their pulse, like their heart rate. Is that the same thing, pulse and heart rate? I assume. And blood pressure being, okay, got it. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's, that's helpful. Sometimes go over in your head. Yeah, heart rate variability too. How much it changed, how much it sped okay. up, slow down, sped up, slow down. Okay. So what they found was that when they both started the task, they had a high blood pressure and high sympathetic activity. So like high stress, high blood pressure, um, high variation. And then what happened is as they transplanted the plant, the blood pressure decreased over time. Whoa. Whereas when they did the computer task, it stayed the same. Hmm. So it was like, not that the computer task made them more stressed. Mm -hmm. It was that both situations you came into a little stress. Maybe you're like, like you're like, Oh my God, I have to pot a plant. Like I'm nervous. Like this is stressful. <laughs> they, and like, or you're like, I'm on a word documenting process, blah, blah, blah. The stress response and the um, blood pressure stayed the same while on a computer. Whereas it decreased while actually repotting a plant that's amazing and so it actually physiologically can help you with your health and with stress and with things like this and then uh, like this study i found really fascinating you know how in studies they link to so many other ones mm -hmm. i was like clicking and just like going through and there were some really interesting studies about having them in work environments and then actually asking people in those work environments to just do a study they don't know what it's about about their mood blah blah, blah. and they found a correlation between house plants and people feeling less stressed at work hmm. And so it's like, okay, so it, there is a mutually healthy thing from like a mental perspective mm -hmm. and mental health and stress and these things do affect your body. So I thought that was really cool. And like, I think sometimes repotting a plant can be a chore. And for sometimes for me, it is a chore. Like I'm wanting to do it because something's wrong with the plant, but it also can be something that you could just do to feel closer to the plant or to actually, you know, have a certain experience that you know is going to help yourself. For sure. And I mean, there is even research out there about like forest bathing, just being around plants and trees. So like bringing it into your home, I think gives you that truly when I look at the plants and obviously this is self-perpetuated by the belief that they're helping me, but I look at them and I like it and I, I feel know. good. And I, so of course, weird. if someone has not tried to have that experience, they might not have the same response. Like I'm sure you build up like 
a bit of a placebo or an excitement around like the the process of that. But definitely there are so many studies out there that even just show people walking in nature, like decreased yeah. blood pressure, increases even like skin quality and stuff like that. And that may actually be because of like the forest chemicals in some response in some ways, but just the idea of being in nature. And when they show people looking at plants versus looking at cities and concrete, it's like the difference is stark even on like a computer <laughs> imagine that's a thing. yeah it, wow. it is that's a cool study they, they show pictures of them that's a really interesting study to add to this study which is when they repot a plant and then and then like they yeah, do the word processing and then while on the computer mm. you have them interact with a software that's like nature images and things like that mm. and then a software that's like city and then see how that affects the yeah i am curious about that like is looking at nature through a screen and this is just a cool smart. setup. Like I thought this was a really smart study from the actual idea of like, that's simple. Like we can even do a YouTube video about that. Like the way that they actually, and I've wanted to do this same, use this same tech technology, like electrocardiographs and have people go to the symphony. Like I want to do one where you test their blood pressure before, oh, yeah. and then you have some people go to the symphony and then maybe you have some people do another task. That's not as researched and studied from a neurophysiological perspective to actually help decrease your I stress. I love that. And then we would we just, could just, I know you, we could, we could, how do we, how do we get that? Like, are, like, I think that like, are you kidding? We just go to America where they have like no regulations and we just like test people's like blood pressure. No, but how do like <laughs> okay, blood pressure okay. is easy, but can we like set up like We're uh, Canadian. Okay. all these things on our bodies and go to a symphony and measure ourselves? Uh, yeah, I think yes, that'd be sure. cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I think we could totally do Fun. that. I mean, not that we're like ever going to a symphony again. I also <laughs> wanted, to, yeah, true, true, yeah, in 2023. <laughs> oh my God, it was brought back down to the, oh my God, immediately. At least they're like, just, like not the wall singing out like, loud, but I guess there are like hundreds of No, it's of bad. It's definitely, don't go to the symphony. Like literally, like I never thought there'd be a PSA right now where I'm like, literally guys, like don't go to the symphony. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. I mean, I, <sighs> I still, I feel sick because I'm like, I still what? can't remember that thing I wanted to say. Oh my God. The whole time. And I'm like, <laughs> I literally was it's like, a party it's in the U has to, it. as you were getting closer to the end, I was like, <laughs> Oh my God. I need Oh my God. This I happens to me all the time. I feel really bad, but it happens sometimes to a lot. in therapy, <laughs> the therapist will ask me a question. And I get so stressed that I don't have the answer. I spiral in the oh. I'm like, Oh my God, I can't think of the answer. Oh my God. I don't know the answer. And then I just just spend like literally 30 seconds in silence being like i can't find the answer and i have to tell them now that i'm spiraling about not knowing the answer oh my god okay Mitch. and it's not that i don't know it it's that i've gone into anxiety mode and so like i'm stressed about not being able to find it it's like sometimes when people like i know their names they're really good friends and then i have to introduce them and literally their names leave my brain and then i start spiraling being like Oh my God, you don't know their name. You can't think of their name, but they're like, literally, you know Mitch, them for 12 years. That <laughs> is fighter, fighter response times a thousand. That is a high blood pressure. You need to repot some plants, my friend. Like I'm literally like, I'm actually giving you this chore in our house out of literal charity to you. Like, girl, like, cause I'm actually like, that is so interesting. That reminds me of that, like stress response. Like, mm -hmm. like I, I bet the second you start repotting this plant that I'm going to make you do this afternoon, you're going to remember what you had to say. You know what I mean? Like True, yeah. it really is an interesting uh, thing and I think you will start doing more if you can understand that it will help you like not be yes. so stressed. Yes. That's so funny. I'm actually going to make you like pet every single leaf in this house. <laughs> I have done that on the fig before and <laughs> that other like rubber little tree thing we have downstairs if that's what it is. Oh, Alma. Yeah, I love No, Alma. that's not Alma. Oh, that is Alma. Yeah, that's Alma. She's just regrown so big. Oh, yeah. That's Alma. Oh, my God. You didn't even recognize her. I forgot her name. She's literally crying downstairs. Oh, my God. No, she's uh, overwatered with her tears from you not knowing her name. <laughs> 
<laughs> I do love plants. Let's get more plants. I have a cool experiment that I'm hoping to do for a video, but I don't want to spoil it right now. So like, hopefully. Yeah. Okay. Stay tuned. See. Okay. Well, lots of videos about plants. Thank you so much for listening. Obviously we are indebted to plants. They are the only reason we are alive. Thank you. Cause they give us the sun's energy in many ways. So now we are going to get in to our, what did we learn this week? Oh, what did we learn this week? So, uh, I'm going to go first, okay? Okay, sure. Okay. I mean, my... Okay, yeah, you go first. Oh, my God. We're fighting. We're fighting over how much... Oh we're fighting over our knowledge. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> boxing round. Okay, you can go first. Are you kidding? No, I just felt like mine's a weird note to end on. Oh, okay. 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 Mine's a little more... Like positive, uplifting? Sort of. Mine's really. not not... Yeah, it's not positive. Um, okay. So, there was an experiment done on Twitter that you may have seen where a handful of users were posting pictures and the pictures would contain different people in them. And so Twitter has this sort of neural network that tries, you know, when a picture is too big, it oh, tries yeah, to yeah. find either text or a face for the preview window. And then if you click on the picture, you get the whole thing. So they were posting these pictures that were really long. And at the top would be a face of, it was in the first case, it was Barack Obama. Wait, can I ask a question? Yeah. So I didn't know that. I sometimes I'm like, why does my image switch randomly? Like I'll post it and it'll be their torso and then I'll go back and the face will be the main. Spec. Yeah. Cause they're trying to figure out the most, like their, their algorithm is trying to understand the most relevant place to share in the preview window. Oh my gosh. That's so interesting. I, did, I like had seen and that. I think that's reported, relatively no. new and, and people have said like it generally will always go to text. So you can like place tech. People will post these really long images and put text at the bottom and it, that will be the preview. Like it okay. figures out wow. what's relevant. All right, cool. So the first, one that went viral was an image of Barack Obama mm -hmm. and Mitch McConnell. <clears throat> Mitch McConnell. Oh my god, <laughs> that was so convincing. And then even like because you said the word Mitch McConnell, Mitch actually makes me want to barf. And you made a barf noise. I honestly was like, I feel like I'm gonna like by proxy barf. <laughs> like I feel like you almost made me barf. That was crazy. Anyway, okay. so. And they were in two variations. So in the first version, Barack Obama was at the top, and then there was a long bar of white, and Mitch McConnell was at the bottom. Okay. Second picture opposite Mitch McConnell at the top long thing of white Barack Obama at the bottom okay. and both previews chose Mitch McConnell oh so people are like okay God. that's interesting so it started this huge thread <sighs> of people using people of color versus yeah. white people no shit okay and I, I mean I won't say <laughs> unanimously because I haven't seen every result but like hundreds of results where it would always choose a white person's of face course. people at first were like oh it's because their ties are a different color it's probably picking up on the red tie who so said that ben shapiro i don't know <laughs> so it starts to show people then the person's like okay i edited their ties now same result the algorithm keeps doing the same thing people were comparing this in like all different sorts of ways different variations started doing man versus women i don't know all the results but ultimately it opened up this conversation of like these twitter neural networks are making these decisions and obviously i've been program in a way that perhaps is not explicitly racist but is built in a way that is oh my god uh, like ugh. and people Obviously, have experimented so... so they academics have said like not have said but people were talking about like these are built in a way that the basis for these algorithms is by tracking people's eyes when they look at pictures not while you're looking at the picture on twitter hmm. but in research they look okay where do people's eyes go to and it usually is like faces or text and then animals um, but there is also high contrast areas so it's like if there's no face or anything your eye will go to the high contrast hmm. area That's so that was the justification for some people because eventually under certain circumstances there was like a really contrasted photo of Obama smiling and that one would eventually come onto the top and people were like see it's contrast but Twitter has 
like come out saying that they are now internally investigating this to make sure like they improve that bias that exists. They don't believe in that. Obviously, they're like. Wait, so you're saying some people were trying to justify it by contrast, or trying to say, oh, maybe it's just these factors that. Have well, been no considered. shit, they were. That's what. That's what white people do all the time. It's like, oh no, it's not right. It's not right. It's like, right. it obviously is. And like, probably the sample, that... the people coding and the samples. And yes. The thing... We know this. It's um, mm. like Silicon Valley is so white. It is so male. Like we have talked about this so many times. That is, it's so funny. I literally, as you started saying this, I'm like, who is trying to wind me up? <laughs> That's how I, didn't I'm like, end on this, I know, though. but I'm like, this winds me up because it's like, it is, it's not surprising to me. It's so obvious. Um, Twitter's racist. All these algorithms are racist. They like this is a passionate well, thing I that wanna, me and you talk about all the time. True, and I want to clarify what you say because I think that triggers some people. It's like the initial or unknown bias that is in these yes, platforms, okay. right? So, like people listening who aren't, you know, talking about this all the time. Maybe, uh, okay, what I we're speak saying in when a radical Twitter way because I do. Racist, I do think that I do the idea racist. is that it's built on a foundation of people who are probably more homogenous and build algorithms in certain ways without thinking about certain problems. But I think we have language, different language for the same thing. I think that is racist. Like I do think that I understand that it's important to not, I'm speaking like from my honest truth, which is that I do think it is racist because I think it is built on a racist institution. Like, like the more that we understand it, it's like, of course the people in Silicon Valley are all white men. And that has to do with misogyny and racism and so many things like the intersectionality of our societies that like, when I say racist, it's like me trying to say that, but you're right. A lot of the things that these coders are doing isn't coming from a malicious place right. but it's coming from a place of racist or institutions ignorance and yeah of just being an institution that if you have a homogenous yeah base of um oh like God, coders of, or so people much. who work there of course like you're going to be missing aspects well of- i'm glad that they're investigating it because the only thing like we need to move forward mm-hmm. everyone like everyone's like we talk when it's not like like people are all are it's like no we know the facts are there don't listen to ben shapiro because he makes up and uses science in messed up ways the facts are there there are, these are real issues we have to deal with so investigating is what we need to do and we need to p- put in action to change these places to have the places of these power mm. so much power in our technological world is in silicon valley it needs to represent the world and i'm glad twitter's looking into it and like mm-hmm. i just am like ugh, the it's last just frustrating thing people I'll, try and justify it i just all. wanted to say on that that i think is perhaps frustrating as well is that this is like a very obvious example that can be painted literally with a picture you know so mitch mcconnell's face what if an algorithm is choosing mitch mcconnell's face over barack obama's it's broken okay like it needs to be fixed like clearly what i mean is also to say like there's so many nuanced problems like this is so clear night and day when you literally can see no but racist a user no they can they can figure out all their ways to try and make it nuanced right what oh i thought you were trying to say like this is so obviously black and white what's your point but I'm saying I'm trying to say that people are trying to justify that it's not black and white. Like you just brought up an example of people online being like, no, it's actually about these things. And I'm like, maybe, but it makes me sad in a way where I'm like, this is so clearly black and white. And it's frustrating that even it gets contested. Yeah. Exactly. And so it's then like, yeah. what can we ever expect of the things that are more nuanced when we talk about like oh, minor I- versions of racism, like that aren't explicitly choosing white faces over black faces. <laughs> right. Like, 
it's oh, just like this is such a clear example yeah. that if it's even ignored it's like of course we can't even get into like the more nuanced conversations around things that are not like a user can just post a photo and show you the evidence yeah that's why sometimes it use words like racist you know what i mean i'm like because racist people are going to try and figure out ways to not have to confront these things mm-hmm. you know what i mean whereas they may not think they're racist they're trying to like be like no actually this study says this it's like no you're obviously why are you working so hard to figure out a reason for this to not be true? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When we know it's true based on facts and literally who builds these algorithms. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Mitch, that's so funny. Like we didn't want to end on that. I'm like, yeah, that made I me knew so you were upset. Heat it. I knew it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Mine's about fireflies. Like, <laughs> that's beautiful. Okay. I know, but it's so interesting. Like on my brain, I'm so, I get so worked up by those things. Okay. So, uh, you may not believe your eyes, but 10,000 fireflies ran wow. up the line as I fell asleep. Are you sure you're in the right career? <laughs> Should you change industries? Okay, I'll try. Why stop above my head? I obviously don't know lyrics, Dan, but uh, <laughs> it's not Fireflies by Owl City. Love that song. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You, did you say, is that? It's like one of your favorite songs. I hear you <laughs> listen to it like every day. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like so good. It's aged really well. And I want people to, I'm like, it has Daft Punk vibes. It has Radiohead Kid A vibes. Like we need to, we need to talk about the bop that is owl city okay <laughs> all right walk me through your study i feel like you're exhausted you're like just talk about the <laughs> okay so it's kind of sad too it's like when you see fireflies in a forest like what we do at the cottage and we're like oh this is so beautiful like mm-hmm. and it feels like a very spiritual meditative experience to be around these insects yeah, like they're so, so cool. cool it actually means they're about to die <laughs> because what? it's what they do in the last two weeks of their lives and as a beetle, these beetles oh. live for two years. So the last two weeks are actually like the end of their life. Oh, I know. It's like it could. But they're be... not like dying. No, no, no. They're just they've come in out the of the last... ground though. Oh. From, they're no longer in their larval, larval stage. It's it's I think poignant. But to be honest, I, I when I looked at it, I'd be like life, cool. But now I'm like death. Oh, <laughs> I love. How I was like, oh, we'll do your what you learn this week at the end because we'll be happier. And now we're like, and it's death. Okay, so this is the thing. <laughs> no, no, I'm like, I do think that racism is like darker than this sense for sure. Because I do think that there's something beautiful about ending your life, lighting up and oh. dancing, and like there's something like poetic about the idea of like their larva before this, mm-hmm. which I think is so interesting for two for. Two years is first of all, that's a long time for an insect to live. Yeah, there's like some cicadas and stuff that live underground for like seven or thirteen years. That's Isn't that crazy? It's and so come out cool. for one day. Yeah, I know. Like, so many like mosquitoes wet. and things. I'm like, well, in your 24 hours, you measly thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I love all creatures. I do <laughs> not love mosquitoes. Yeah, I, know love I know, like they kill a lot of us. You know, like as humans, I'm like, I do not like mosquitoes. <laughs> but yeah, as larvae, they they can hunt. Um. Uh, snails and slugs like they use their little slime that they leave behind and they hunt them and as they hunt them they light up i'm like that's so cool but it's underground so i can't see it um and they live and it's only near the end of their life that they finally actually leave and do what we all do or see when they light up and it's like then they die after that and that's their life cycle isn't that fascinating and yeah. I think I think nice. Like we're all gonna die, and like us humans, <laughs> we're like frail, and it's like they're dancing, they're they're lighting. I mean, like we don't know the mental state of these bugs. They might they're be like, like panic, <laughs> <laughs> like they're just Actually, screaming the whole time. They don't know why they light up. It's interesting. There's no scientific consensus as to. Why. Oh, fair. Because yeah. I thought some of it was like mating or I, I actually some, don't know. like like definitely a, a specific like the the three scientists who are really think it's mating are like well it is mating but then there's other people mm, who actually aren't think it's other totally things. sure <laughs> yeah. they'd be like oh that Susan always says it's mating <laughs> um it makes me think about human life and 
and also like because when you think of something like that my initial gut instinct for an, a creature that lives underground like and some of them don't really move underground and then come up for like a day or two weeks you're like what's the point <laughs> you know you're like your life is so sad but then you're like i guess all life is not that different and maybe in the last two weeks of our lives we'll we will proportionately dance. have like very different experiences and like meaning is not it's just a construct anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. And lots I do of animals think that. we look at as humans and we're like, man, what's the point? Like they just don't do anything. They live for three days. Like some animals or creatures and insects and whatever, like are, are so short lived. Oh yeah. I it have feels a, bizarre. Yeah. It's so weird. I have a really weird and we'll end on this, but it's like, I don't even know if it's like a controversial opinion, but I think a lot about death as something that actually I've just been reading about end of life care. And it's like, it's so stressful and it's so anxiety ridden for a lot of people to deal with the concept of consciousness and dying that like, I've always thought dementia is very interesting. It's really challenging for the people around them. And I speak as someone who doesn't have much experience with this. This is just like a thought I have when I read a lot about like science and even dementia. Like it's really painful for the people around them for sure. But sometimes I'm like, but there's this idea, a lot of like psychedelic usage before death, like things like this, like getting your brain to work in a way that isn't through like the confines of the life that we've built as conscious beings Mm -hmm. can sometimes be like helpful for whatever Mm -hmm. reason. Like it's obviously so sad that they can't come back and I'm sure many of them would want that, but there is an interesting adaptive thing of that. Like imagine these fireflies lighting up is like they're not their dimension, but I'm like, there's something about it's an, it's like a process it's like happening in our Mm -hmm. body. And it's like, obviously so sad and hard, but like, like many things in life, it's not, it doesn't have to always be just sad or something. Yeah. Anyways, okay. okay. From house plants to dementia, let's just Woo! repot our plants. Let's just repot our plants. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, okay. Thank you guys so much for listening to all that. I hope it was a good episode for you. I feel like we were like a little bit off the rails today. Yeah, <laughs> but just keep your masks on. We're stuck at home right now. We're all just at home. That's why we haven't left this freaking house. Yeah. And there will be seven hundred plants soon. Yeah. Let's go. Let's get some seven hundred plants and measure the air quality in our <laughs> ten by ten room. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you. Yeah. Hashtag side note podcast, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Monday. Peace. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.